from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Once again, that was the CNS girls soccer team. I want to thank everybody at Cicero North Syracuse and part of the soccer squad and the program, Tim Bednarski, the head of athletics at CNS for the North Stars. I want to give a big shout-out and a big thank you to girls soccer head coach Jeremy Lenchert as well as his assistants Allie and Steph and of course his players a couple of his players that he had represented there Haley as well as Ashland so thank you so much for being a part of the show and and being a part of the broadcast and our special from Chick-fil-A Cicero we are at Chick-fil-A Cicero on 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero New York once a month doing a show with CNS every single month is different. Every single month is a different team or different players or different sh- different show element, different piece, but it's always CNS, and it's always at Chick-fil-A Cicero. So come out and see us, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, New York, every single month. You'll find out when we're going to be there by going to Facebook at Wake Up Call DT and liking the page. And following us on Twitter and Instagram, Twitter is at CallDT, C-A-L-L-D-T, and Instagram is at WakeUpCall underscore DT. So make sure you link up with us on there. At West Genesee, when it comes to covering their teams, their programs, their schools, we're at the Wildcat Sports Club in Camillus on 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. Same type of feel except for this is West Genesee in the Camillus area. So this template that we have working with local high schools and building up our local student athletes and our local students and our local teachers and local administrators and local communities is what Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is all about. So every single month at Chick-fil-A Cicero, we have CNS. And every single month at the Wildcat Sports Pub, we have West Genesee. And for the first time ever, I had the opportunity to be with a marching band. And I'm very ecstatic that coming up after this fast break, you will hear from West Genesee and their band. I'm, I'm so stoked about this. This is going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait to share this with everybody here this morning. The opportunity to be with the band from West Genesee who are doing the Gift of First Light as their show this year. Once again, that is the Gift of First Light. They have a big event coming up this weekend on Saturday, September 29th at 6 p.m. at West Jenny, where they're hosting a bunch of other bands. You definitely want to come out and see that this weekend. And you would definitely. And, and the thing is, the Syracuse Clemson game, you can watch that at noon. You'll have plenty of time to get over to West Genesee at 6 p.m. to support the marching band and to support the local community in and of itself. Coach Stack, Mike Stacknick, is going to be coming up with me in just a little bit here, as well as Aiden Preston McKenzie. Alexa and Katrina all on the show from the Wildcat Sports Pub, 3680 Milton Avenue in Camillus, New York. In just a moment, West Genesee gets the spotlight in his front and center with our special broadcast from the Wildcat Sports Pub in just a moment. This is a wake-up call fast break. 
This is Jimmer Sikowski, owner-operator of Chick-fil-A Cicero, 7916 Brewerton Road in Cicero, right in front of the Home Depot. I had a deep feeling that God wanted me to do something bigger with my life and to help people, help others. I kept putting Chick-fil-A in my life, and I realized as I was going through the franchise selection process that uh, positively impacting the lives of others was really core to what we do here at Chick-fil-A. First of all, it starts with the food. The food is brought in fresh daily, you know, we bring in local produce, we prepare to order in the kitchen, we hand bread our chicken, we hand spin our milkshakes. It's, it's great food. It doesn't taste like fast food. I, I think the second thing is, is the way people feel when they come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. It's different. We, we try to treat people with intentional kindness here, which is very different and deeper than good customer service. And so you know, I think it feels remarkable for most people to come in a Chick-fil-A restaurant. And then lastly, the impact that we try to have in the community is very different. It's a big part of the expectation of every operator of a Chick-fil-A restaurant is that they're actively engaged in their community, they're a leader in the community, and they're, they're making a difference. When they realize that what we're striving to do is to shine a little light in their life, that's a very, very different experience uh, than you will have in any other quick service restaurant. And it's that remarkable experience that I think people will emotionally connect with. I'm George Townsend of Honda City with some good advice from buying a new car. The true cost of owning a new car is determined by the appraised value when you trade it. No vehicle appraises higher than a Honda. Next, look for low APRs and deep discounts. You also want low maintenance costs and great fuel economy. That's why my advice to you is to buy a new Honda. Looking pre-owned, visit our Honda Certified Used Car Center. Honda City, 7140 Henry Clay Boulevard, Liverpool, or hondacity-cny.com. It would be a pity if you don't shop For all of us that have always wanted our favorite restaurant to come to us, it's now a reality in Central New York with It's a Utica Thing, with Utica Pizza Company bringing their wonderful recipes that they've handed down through generations to you, to your events, to your business, to your home. It's a Utica Thing, proudly bringing Utica Pizza Company on wheels to your location. Call 315-738-8946. That's 315-738-8946 to bring Utica Pizza Company to your doorstep with It's a Utica Thing. All right, so we're going to get started here with the West Genesee Band and West Genesee High School, the Wildcats. Very happy to have with me, right to my right here, we have the leader of everything, Mike Stacknick, and we also have Alexa Robbins, drums major. We have Mackenzie Robbins, flute, Preston Long on trombone, Aiden Taroli on snare drum, and we have Katrina Harder uh, at Color Guard. And of course, I'm Dan Satora here with you, and we're happy to be here, and we appreciate it. Wake Up Call with Dan Satora is live Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on wakeupcalldt.com. The info is right here as well. So we're going to do a roundtable discussion about being a part of this band. We're going to hear it from the voice of, of Mike here, who's leading the way. We're going to hear from everybody else, and then at the same time, In the second part of the show, we're going to do rapid fire, which gives me an opportunity to put you all in the hot seat and talk about anything that we want to talk about. But in the spirit of fairness, I will put myself on the hot seat at the end of it all, and you can ask me whatever you want. I have to answer the questions that you ask me. It's a family show. Remember that. So 
Mike, I'm going to start with you first and foremost. Just what it means to you to be out here representing West Genesee and, and just what you can say about the leader of all of these great young men and women. Well, first of all, it's a privilege just being involved with the band and all these kids. Um, yeah, our show this year, The Gift of First Light, you know, we've been working hard at it. We started performing and competing. This week we have our home show where we open our house to, uh, there's nine different bands coming in and uh, we'll be there in exhibition. So if everyone out there is free on Saturday night, come out at 6 o'clock and just see some wonderful bands uh, performing. We, like I said, we go on last. We'll finish right around, you know, 8.10. By 8.30, the show should finish. So, uh, but yeah, you'll, you'll just see the culmination of some amazing work from all these kids, the musicians, the color guard uh, folk, just all the marching they do, playing the beautiful music. It's, it's, it's a little like a Broadway production, you know, in seven minutes we put out, tell the story of the show, which I'll let the kids talk about a little bit in here. And uh, it's, it's kind of like NASCAR with the uh, pit crew, you know, or timed and all that, getting on and off the field. And uh, it is competitive. So while we're in exhibition uh, this Saturday night, everyone else will be kind of duking it out, you know, in their different classes. But just some amazing bands are going to be there. And Saturday, September 29th, we can expect to see this at 6 p.m., like you said, hosting everybody and having this opportunity. You timed it very well. Did you know that Syracuse was going to be on the road playing Clemson at noon? Because it was perfect timing. Everybody can watch that, get a feel, see if Syracuse goes 5-0, and and then come out and see you right after. Well, honestly, this one was random, but we have had some concerts in the past over the years where we know if it's Final Four time and we have to make adjustments. That, that has played into our you know, calendar. There is a hierarchy. But. All right, Alexa, I want, to, I want to ask you the next question here. Drum major, just what you could tell me about your role in the bands and just what it means to you why you chose to do that role. Yes, um, I drum major is uh, like a student representative leader who kind of um, like at retreats after like we perform we kind of stand and they call like our band and we like will accept the trophies and drum major is just like one of the leaders, a part of the band who like help encourage the like underclassmen and even upperclassmen just to continue to work hard and always to do your best. And one of my main like like sayings to um, the people were just like we all have like an equal like role on the field, so everyone just needs to put their heart on and do your best. And, and the, <laughs> wait, what'd you say? And I like I conduct the band. It helps um, keep the band in time. So yeah, so you help keep everybody going. So it's a it's a little bit. You're downplaying kind of a big job there. That's a <laughs> it's a big role. What can you say about the leader of the way here, Mike? What do you what do you like about how he has led you with the gift yeah. of first light and with everything? Oh, uh, he's just like a really great role model. Like I know I can always go to him for advice, like conducting wise. Like hey, am I like my downbeat, is it clear? Can they see it? Like, what else can I do to help encourage the kids? And yeah. Mackenzie, I want to go to you on this uh, over playing flutes. Just what you can tell me about picking up that instrument, why you chose that one, what makes it special, and being a part of this band. Um, 
Well, I chose flute because like it was what I always wanted to play. And joining marching band, I knew it was going to be tough, but I knew I'd be with a group of boys and girls who would encourage me to do my best. They always help me out. And now, since I'm a senior, I get to help out the freshmen. Groups, and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> and you said it's an instrument you always wanted to play. What was kind of the inspiration for that? Well, no one in my family really played an instrument, but I've always like heard people playing the flute, and it just sounded really pretty to me, so I always wanted to play it. And now, having played it for as long as you have, do you feel like you've mastered a lot of things with it? Is there a, more to go for you? I mean, what do you oh, think about Oh, yeah. There, I think I've definitely gotten better throughout the years, but I definitely still can improve. Where would you like to improve? Um... I don't know, all around, like being able to, uh, I don't know, sight read more. <laughs> sight reading, okay. Preston, we're going to go over to you for this one. Now, Preston, trombone. Yeah. Why'd you choose it? Um, I originally started out in fifth grade on a trumpet. Yeah, up until 11th grade, actually, the beginning of 11th grade, I uh, started on, uh, switched to, I was on baritone from the tr trumpet, so I switched in fifth. And for this past almost year, I've played trombone, and through then, I've really kind of put a lot of work into it, worked my way up. This is like, it was like that moment that I actually really started to enjoy music, so I really put my heart and soul into that. And that moment, like you said, that you really started to enjoy music, when did that happen? Is there a time you can pinpoint? Um, somewhere around last year, during like the jazz band, it was like... It was like, I don't know, I can't remember like, it was a song or something, but like playing like the trombone was like really something like I really, really started to enjoy. Just like, it was like one of those instruments that could really put like everything I like, everything into it. And did you ever envision that that was going to be your instrument? Uh, definitely not. <laughs> did it? No, not so, at all. So now that tw hindsight 2020, could you envision being a part of marching band without it? Um, it's definitely what I consider like a really like cool part to play is like the low brass, it kind of keeps everything together, but I wouldn't consider myself ever to re know that I would end up in that at all. But you enjoy it now? I enjoy it a lot. What do you think about Mike? Uh, he's alright. <laughs> As first marching band leader that I have ever seen roll up on a motorcycle with the jacket on and the hat and all I mean and the helmet I should say and everything. I mean I gotta go back to you Mike for this. Where where did the love of motorcycles come from? Uh messing around as a kid. <laughs> I had some uh friends that were kinda like older brothers in the neighborhood and we just always had bikes and we even maybe at a younger age, maybe when we weren't legally supposed to be on them, but you know you know. I mean but it was different back then in the eighties. But uh <laughs> See, there was one toy to have. There wasn't a lot of rules back then, I've realized. And I feel like it's made people more blue collar, like tougher. I think we had like nine commandments back then, you know. Was, I yeah. mean we're talking so long ago. Yeah, it's it's been a while. There might have been six. <laughs> <laughs> there might have been six back then at that time. So, because I'm, I mean, I'm 32, and I feel like we had eight. I think there was about it. They added the last couple. So, right in the, I mean, you get it. I want to talk to you about the thrill of leading marching band and the thrill of being on a motorcycle. 
How different are they? How similar are they to you? Do you get any of the same type of thrill from either one of them? Well, they both really involve danger and uh, <laughs> life or death <laughs> situations. Um, but, it, but seriously, I mean, the best thing about band is I was fortunate enough to be these kids, you know, years ago when I went through West Genesee, and I know what it meant to me, and I know what the relationship with my teachers was, you know, them as role models and just how they inspired us to bring out our best and for whatever reason you know I, I knew I wanted to do it as a career I just I didn't want to give it up and I've just tried to you know emulate some of those like you know I was fortunate to have Mr. Barada who is still with our band kind of like the heart and soul of the band he writes the music he's the creative designer comes up with all the ideas and seeing him still teach the kids now that are my kids and he's still teaching me I'm still learning from him and just trying to for me to provide that same opportunity that I was fortunate enough to have and it's evident through like a family like the Tomes here who you know went through the band and now their kids are in it and you know there's just a lot of dynasties here you know where families went through something wonderful here at Western whether it's the band the athletic teams just the overall you know experience in the district and coming back and realizing hey I want to you know even though the weather's a little bit iffy here, but you know, it's definitely a place that, you know, I want to raise my family and that's you see that again through all these dynasties, just kids that you know that that are returning with their families. You know, you got the channels out here, I marched with their dad. It's just you know, it's awesome. We brought up the Tomes connection to bands. How good was Heather? Well, and Heather, Heather didn't. Heather didn't march in the band. She didn't march in the no, band. No, but Dan did. I think Dan did. Okay. We're I think we're in the works of building a Dan Tome statue. You know, in the fine arts, so he's probably okay. the finest tuba player to ever. You know, I heard that he's a better singer. He's a better singer than a tuba player. I heard. That <laughs> I that I can't you know attest to. I've never you know had the privilege of hearing Dan's, but I gotta believe he's a crooner, like Adam Levine. You know, Frank's and nachos some mix in there yeah it's somewhere between steve perry <laughs> okay that's the range okay that's i'm trying high. to think it's it's steve perry and michael what? jackson oh, oh, somewhere okay. in between that oh, oh so you're saying he's got the moves too <laughs> he can moonwalk yeah i've seen him do it in the kitchen before all right, Aiden. That's probably just on grease. <laughs> Not that we want to get you know health code violations here. Very clean. Aiden, I see an A plus rating on the window. <laughs> Aiden, I gotta ask you, land snare drum. Just what you could say about being a part of this band and and what it's meant to you. Um, I mean, being part of the band, you know, it really has been a great experience. I mean, I started playing drums in seventh grade when my dad convinced me to play them, you know. So he just said, oh, you should pursue doing music, which I never thought it would be something I'd be interested in. So I joined the concert band at CMS in eighth grade, you know, and I didn't really know much. I mean, I was very new to drums, and my parents kind of pushed me to do marching band, you know, and I joined the drum line. I played bass drum for one year. I mean, I didn't know anybody, you know, because they were all, there was one other freshman in the band, Maddie, who didn't go to my school. So I didn't know anyone in drumline at that point. But I kept doing it, and I went on to snare drum, um, and I continued doing that until now my senior year. And I mean, it's been a great experience, especially just with the drumline, you know, we're a tight-knit group, 
We do a lot of stuff together. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of fun. So you came in knowing nobody? No, not at all. Nope. As you're going through this, this last opportunity at West Genesee, what can you say about the people you know now and the community you have now? Oh, I mean, it's great. I mean, you have a whole band of, you know, 170, 180 people that I'll never get to know many of them as well as I might like to get to know them. But certainly I've made plenty of friends just through the drumline itself, you know, especially. And what can you say? You said it's a tight-knit group on the drumline, so shout shout some people out there. Um, well, there, we have a couple of people in the crowd here, actually, <laughs> who I spotted. I know I saw Carlin Kinder, Caitlin Channels, Ty Lisi, um, the owner of this establishment's son, Joey Tome. He's in drumline, too. I saw him here, so yeah, we definitely have a good crowd of people. And Joey's one of the, the young ones to the band. He is. He what is. can you say about Joey so far? I think he's doing well. It's a hard job being new, especially to snare drum, you know? I mean, you, there's a lot of responsibilities that you have to shoulder. He has a harder job than I do. Being a senior now, it's much easier for me because I'm used to it. Yeah. So what can you, with him being on snare drum and you being in your final season, so to speak, with this, what words of advice can you leave to someone like Joey or anybody taking over? Uh, that's a hard one. I'd say mainly to maintain an optimistic attitude, you know. When it may seem like it might not be worth trying anymore, it always is, you know. And to focus on yourself before you start criticizing other people. That's another important one. Right, Katrina, I want to ask you here about being on the color guard. Just what that means to you. And well, I had a few questions. I'll start with there. I'll start that. I want to load the question here. So what it means to you to be a part of it? Um, Color Guard means a lot to me. I started out with the band with my brother who graduated in 2017 and he was also in the drum line. Um, so I've been a part of marching band since 2013 really in my eyes and I remember just seeing the Color Guard and it was just beautiful. That year was Flash Saves Universe and that to, my, to this day is my favorite show. And um, yeah, Color Guard has definitely shown me how to be part of a team. It's helped me grow as a person. And it's just a really great group of girls and guys to be a part of. And you know, we, 16 of us seniors, it's a lot and it's a big group, but it's a great thing to be a part of. What made you want to do it? What connected you to this? Definitely my brother. When I first heard that he wanted to be a part of Marching Man, I thought he was the biggest dweeb. I thought he was the biggest nerd. Then, you know, we start going to practices his freshman year and we start seeing everything and I saw the color garden and I was like, wow, that's really cool. That's, I want to do that. And I followed him every competition that year. I missed one his sophomore year and I started the color guard in the middle school for my seventh grade year. Um, did the middle school day parade for um, the Memorial Day parade there, and I just fell in love with the sport itself. And you said, you know, you fell in love with the sport of this. Just what you could say about the respect for marching band. Do you feel because it's it's one of those things that you almost, if everything goes right then nobody says anything. It's when something goes wrong or somebody's off or something happens that okay now, it's kind of like coaching. As long as you're coaching and you're doing a good job or an official, you're doing a good job officiating, then there's nothing being said, but it's the moment something goes wrong. I have a lot of respect for everything that's happening in the background that truly is the foreground for you guys. So just what you can say about 
earning that respect and, and what you think about that because you call it a sport and I respect it as such but not everybody sees it that way. Yeah, no, definitely a lot of people wouldn't see marching band, color guard, anything like that as a sport. In my eyes, like, I play varsity hockey as well, and I think it's just as hard as an hour, hour and 15 practice with that. Well, a three-hour practice here is just as hard and just as, you know, time commitment. You're always there, three-hour practice. You're there on the weekends, and, you know, I definitely think I'm sure everyone can agree that our school peers may not respect the sport as much, but our community definitely does. And I see that with, I think we have the most support out of the whole community. I think that above any other sport that we get the most respect because I think everybody else does see it. They might come up at, you know, 8 o'clock at night and they see us and they're like, okay, wow, like this is a lot more than you would think when you hear a marching band. Preston, I'm going to ask you the same question here. Just what you can say about the respect for it and from the inside looking out what it means to you. Um, for me, it's never been really about the respect gained from others. It's kind of like I enjoy just being a part of it and having like friends along the way. A lot of the friends I know and I still am friends with today are friends I met like in the band my freshman year. And it's been really like really important to me like how cool it is to have all those friends around with you still. So that's what it is to me. Aiden, same question. Just what you can say about it. Um, I think that a lot of the the foundations of the band definitely come from the inside, you know, both from the staff and the students. I mean, our band program, you know, we have this massive reunion that we do, I think, every five years, and you have hundreds of people coming back to it. So there's definitely a huge sense of pride around the West Tennessee Marching Band, you know. It's like you have... It's a tradition that's been built up for years and years and years over, like uh, Stack said, generations and dynasties of instructors. So it's really something like when you join the band, you sort of inherit the legacy and you build upon that more. As you so when you join the band, you essentially join an extended family that continues to extend every year. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Alex, I want to ask you about that as well. Just what you could say about your respect for it and maybe from the outside in, it's not the same as the inside out, but just what it means to you and how much time and effort goes into this where people show up to a game or you know, in an event and they expect you to just do your job, to do well. But it's so much preparation and so much time that goes into something that ends up turning out so beautifully from opportunity to opportunity. Yeah, just like Preston said, that it's more like we all like once we once you're a freshman and you join band, you gain more of like an appreciation for it because like my brother, um, he joined band his sophomore year, and I like always like we had no idea marching band like did competitions. We thought it was just like kind of like a halftime show, like that was it in parades. Like we didn't know they like went to like um bunch of different schools like Beeville and CNS to compete against like a few other bands in their class so it's just it's a lot of hard work um, and it's real it's a lot of like like mental like you've got to always constantly think that like you have to be positive and just like if you think positive it will show when you play and just like the emotion that like we have before we get on the field is just like amazing and yeah all that positive mindset in anything in life, being positive, create, having a positive mindset creates a positive outcome. 
Mackenzie, want to ask you about it as well. Just what band means to you and what's special about it? Um, what band means to me is like having this huge family that I can always go to. If I ever need help with anything, I can always go to an instructor. It's just nice knowing that like people who maybe never heard of marching band, they like watch our show during like a football halftime and they're like, wow, like this dedication, it's really important to these people and they, we want to do our best all throughout the season. Mike, I'm going to bring it back to you. The respect for what you do, as Katrina said, the sport of it, the importance of it, and how there is a lot of mental toughness that goes into this, a lot of preparation, a lot of the things you'd see with any other sport from knowing knowing what you have to do, knowing your keys, knowing your reads, so to speak. If I'm talking about it as a, as a football coach, knowing the keys, knowing the reads, having the mental toughness, having the ability and the stamina to get through it and do what you need to do, block out the outside noise, focus on what matters, that's a sport. Absolutely. Like you take, for instance, at West Jenny, the lacrosse, you know, program and the dynasty we've had, Coach Masser, Coach Deegan, what they built, whether they're winning a game or someone, you know, beats them, you can always tell they're well coached, well prepared, they know what they're doing. And I think everyone sees the same thing with the band. They're always well trained, well prepared. If someone out there that we compete against has a better night, that's great, good for them. But we rarely have a bad night. We rarely have a bad rehearsal or practice where the concentration isn't on because it is mentally fatiguing. I mean, you are playing your own instrument and trying to sound correct in time with a good sound, good tone. You need to play with your section, like Mackenzie with her flutes, and then with all the rest of the woodwinds, and then, you know, Preston with the trombones and low brass, then the high brass, put that together, all together. Aiden keeping it all together with the drumline, with mean, the different, you know, between the snare, tenor, bass, there's just so many subgroups working together, and then we're moving at the same time. Whether we're marching or doing whatever kind of performing, and then you have the color guard out there that's kind of telling the story the whole time, and they, I mean, they're facial expressions, the, the actual, you know, throwing the flags or the rifles that they use and all the dance and body work they do. It's, it's an amazing activity. And, you know, like I think Katrina mentioned, it's like, it's just exhausting. These kids get out of it. You know, we finish a three hour practice, nine o'clock at night. I huddle them in and often they're just sitting on the turf, you know, waiting for announcements. I mean, they're just dog tired. Then they have to maintain their grades. You know, I mean, because this is all, you know, in the evening. They're, they're in school, full-time, full-time students first, like any great program, high school, college. And then, you know, and then, so maintaining, and, and usually they're the best students, too. We're fortunate, because I've found, you know, I think any teacher coach will agree, busier students, to a point, you know, are real successful. They have their force, they have their schedule. So they just, they really thrive with this activity. We push them hard. You know, we know how much they can take, but we push them, and the kids like being pushed. Kids know what quality is. They want to be good. That's something you don't have to coach kids. They want to be good. Hopefully they have the right adults in place, and we've been fortunate here at West Jenny with our different athletic programs, with our, our you know, daytime academic teachers, you know, in the fine arts program, whether it's the marching band, the concert bands, the orchestra, the choruses. You know, we just have great staff. I mean, I think we have the best staff.
We definitely have the best kids and families, but we have, you know, just amazing staff and, and the support from the administration. You talk about support, not just the community that comes out and sees us, you know, come to the concerts, come to the band events, um, but also the administration that just allows us to do this, that, you know, makes the numbers work, gives us the funding. We just have amazing, amazing um, equipment and the facilities. That turf stadium we practice at, you know, Coach Mike Masser's stadium. I, I, I say it at our open house preview in August, it always feels like we're somewhere else. Like we're at a mini college or something. It, it never gets old. We never take it, you know, for granted what we have that's available for us to allow us to, you know, work and be successful. Mackenzie, I want to go with you on this. The competition of it all, that it isn't like Alexa said, it's not just a halftime show. Just what you could say about the competition side of things. Well, we have competitions every Saturday, and then we have the competition at Doan later in the season, and that's on Sunday. So, like, we work all throughout the week, uh, Tuesday through right Thursday, yeah, yeah. Thursday, <laughs> and we'll like be practicing. We'll try to get better each week, and then we go to competition, and we compete against other, um, like, other class. I mean, teams in our national class, and it's just a lot of fun to see how other people have improved and how we improved throughout the week. Alexa, what can you say about the competition side of things? Um, I, <laughs> they're like very fun, like like she, Mackenzie said that we, um, we get like judged each competition so a judge will like score us and we'll receive like a score and then the, then the previous, like the next week we work on what the judges tell us like what they think like they want in the show like what can make us better like shoulders make sure like you're not phasing and just um yeah katrina what can you say about being a part of the color guard in these competitions um i would definitely say that saturdays are probably one of the band's best days to look forward to you know you you got all this excitement you're ready to go out and show the judges what we've worked on the past week and you know it's very you're a tight-knit group like everyone said and you know Saturdays you, the color guard we get our glitter in our hair we get stickers we get we get the music in the dance studio where we get ready and you get your hair and makeup all done get your costume on and you're just ready to go and you're ready to show everyone what you got going on and you know after the competition no matter what happens you know no matter who drops who maybe something didn't go right with the scrims maybe you know something just didn't go right in general you never put yourself down and that's definitely something I like to make sure everyone knows is that it's never one person's fault for anything that might have gone wrong and you know you just move on and no matter what the score is no matter what place we're in whether it's first or last it's you, you just move on and that Tuesday we go back and we watch our video and we see what we can work on Going back and watching film Aiden tell me about these competitions and what you think of it um, the competitions are definitely one of the more exhilarating adrenaline filled things that we do as a band you know because it's like even though we spend all this time practicing and focusing on our technique and whatever else, it, there's always a unique experience that is going to a different field and knowing that you have new different people who might not know your show judging you and then obviously comparing you to other bands and seeing where you'll stand. Um, but I do think that like maybe sometimes unlike, you know, 
more traditional sports teams like a football team or a lacrosse team. Um, what really, like we really put everything together in our practices exclusively. You know, there's nothing you can do to change how well you've practiced at a competition. You know, like there's no amount of adrenaline I don't think that can perfect flaws that you still have. You know, so the most important part of our band is definitely the practicing aspect of it, putting everything together, and then you know it it falls into place if it's done well. And that's how it feels at the show. You don't even remember once you get off that field how it went because you've already drilled so many times because you're doing the same thing every time, you know. It's the same pattern, the same movements. It all just comes together. So these are a little different from Alan Iverson. <laughs> yeah, he didn't care about practice. All right, Preston, what can you tell me about the competition side of things? Um, for competitions, like definitely what um, Aiden already touched on is um, all the practices kind of build off on each other. And for me, no matter how many times I go out in that field for a competition, the adrenaline rush is always like the best feeling you get on the competition field. Um, and like you said, um, you always fall back, you always practice, all the repetition helps. You just get to the point where it's an instinct for yourself, so you can always fall back on that instinct when you're on the field. My final question before we get into rapid fire for each of you is the gift of first light. I'm going to stay with you, Preston. Just with the gift, how you would describe the gift of first light? Um, the gift of first light for me is, well, I mean, sunset for me is kind of like the end of my senior year. It's sunset, but like, at the same time, like the sunrise, like the whole end of the show, it's all extravagant, it's all loud, it's all pretty, it's kind of like that. It's like a mixed emotions for me. Mixture of emotions. Alright, Alexa, what can you tell me about the gift of first light? It's such a beautiful show. The very beginning, it's very slow and the winds just play beautifully and every time I conduct, it's just like I get this like, I get chills every single time they like play this like huge point of impact in the very beginning and that's personally my favorite part of the whole entire show. So hearing when they hit that note, it's just amazing. What do you think, Mackenzie? How would you describe the gift of First Light? It's a really fun show. Definitely one of my favorites that I've been in. We get to do a bunch of like body work, so like we get to like fool around in one part and storm. You get to like run around. It's just a really fun show to be in. What would you say about it, Aiden? Um, so the gift of First Light basically is like the cycles of a night from the sunset into twilight, and then there's like a storm section, and then it goes into the sunrise. So. Each of the different segments represents those both visually and musically. Um, in terms of the drums, we don't play at the beginning until there's one point of impact where the whole band comes in. There's this major kind of point where we come in to sort of boost the band. And then we go back and we're quiet for a while. And then we begin the sort of prelude into the storm. Where we kind of, it's kind of like this more like grooving kind of section, right, where the drums are heavily featured along with the pit, and eventually the low brass gets featured a lot there. Um, it's sort of this part where we all stop and we're kind of right at the front of the field. Um, then there's the continuing to the storm, the drum line and the pit percussion, who play, they play mallet instruments in the front of the field. There's a feature for the percussion, you know, where it's just us playing, which obviously, you know, being in drum line, it's always exciting to have a drum play. Um, then we continue through that and there's sort of another brass part where they play a feature and the drum line plays some like, you know, big, slow, heavy notes through there. Um, then we go into the sunrise, which builds up and it's just this big, like it's, it definitely, 
it's very representative of what West Genesee does in a lot of our shows everywhere. We have this big, huge, you know, ballad. It's like all the trumpets, all the brass, everyone just playing, you know, full, fully passionately, the most volume that we can muster at the end of the show. From the color guard side of things, Katrina, what would you say about the gift of first light? You know, this year's show is just really just beautiful. I mean, we've got these flags that are just full of color. We start with our purple flags that have hints of blue and every other color you can imagine. And that's for sunset. You move on. You got twilight where we've got these beautiful twinkly scrims and we have our, you know, Lily Gursky who comes through and she's like the star through it basically. And you know, you got me and some other dancers. But, uh, Monet Raymond and Abby Korsanewski who you know we like we dance off the field and um, yeah then you go to Storm you've got the awesome flags where it's just like dark and it's twisty and it's awesome and everybody's faces are just awesome I there's like a part where us rifles aren't coming in yet and I get to watch everybody come on and do this part in Storm and it's just so cool to watch but and you know the rifles when we come on it's just it's five of us and it's we just we're strong and we like to be out there and just sunrise it's just beautiful with our orange and yellow flags and yeah the whole show is just beautiful that's really the only word I can use to describe it a lot of description in this that I don't imagine would make anybody hear this and not want to see it for themselves. So I gotta ask you this, Mike. What you think about the gift of first light? Why a show like this with the different pieces that move in and out? Why this was the right fit to do? Well, first of all, it's an uplifting show. I mean, it tells a little bit of a story. It's you know, it can be literal where we're creating you know the different parts of the night, but. I guess I just have to say, for me, that a lot of planning in the off-season. Like I mentioned, Mr. Barada. We have our color guard staff, you know, uh, Bree Young, who heads that up. A lot of meetings at uh, Starbucks with her. Clint, our drill writer. Uh, Williams, who's in Connecticut. Kevin Kemp, who, you know, represents the drill staff that's there and just how we make the kids march. And then, you know, my assistant band directors, Greg Borsch, Kevin Dimmel. We, we all come together, put a lot of time into it. We try to pick the right show that we think the band's personality is going to respond to. But for me, as a director, it starts to come together. And in a setting like this, just hearing the kids talk about it and how much it means to them is awesome. I mentioned our, you know, our academic department, the English department specifically. They do a lot of writing with the kids, and a lot of times the kids, but sometimes the teachers will share with me the things they write about band and what it means. And it's, it's not something I would ordinarily see, you know. That they're like, hey, stack, you need to check this out. Look what you know this kid wrote. And it's just I see it, you know. It's just so emotional reading what the activity means to the kids. Same thing here, you know. When's the last time we were on a radio podcast together? Never. And, you know, in this setting, hearing the kids just talk from their heart and how much the show means to them just makes me feel awesome. That, okay, we reached them. Um, I knew they bought into it, but I really know it now. And just you know, and it's, it's, it's just the best part of the process, just seeing what it means to the kids and, and knowing that it's going to be with them the rest of their lives. And just 
referencing back to it, they talk about their friends. I was in the band like them. I was in this band. My best friends in the world were in the band with me. They live now in California, Florida, Texas. One is still here. And, you know, we just hook up. And knowing that these guys have that ahead of them, the best people you ever met are in this band. And they're going to be with, they're going to stand up in your weddings. They're going to, you know, be your kids' God, you know, parents and all that. And you will be back with them, with me, all together, and with Mr. Borsch and Mr. Brada and, and Bree and all the, and Corey and all those guys marching in the alumni, the reunion bands that we're fortunate to do, you know, every five years. And you uh, just mentioned the fact that your closest friends are in places that are fun for you to visit, too. Oh, oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, the one in California moved from Vegas. So it was like, oh, you know, I had to go, you know, there's not much to do in Las Vegas, a little yeah. bit. Thing, you know. Yeah, Vegas is quiet, I hear. <laughs> not, the, not the biggest place. I know my fun. Raiders are moving there for good or for bad. There you go. So for Mackenzie, Alexa, for Mike, as well as Katrina, Preston and Aiden, we're going to take a step aside. Before we do that, because we didn't do this in the beginning, for everybody that's here, can you please give a round of applause to these wonderful students, as well as to Mike. You can feel free to do it. Go ahead. I saw the hover. It was the wait. So we will be back in just a few minutes with Rapid Fire, where I get to put everybody on the hot seat and ask you questions that you're not prepared for. But then you get to do it to me right after that. So we'll have fairness be fairness. We'll be back in just a moment here from the Wildcat Sports Club with Wake Up Call with Dan Satora and West Genesee's Marching Band. This is a Wake Up Call Fast Break. is spreading in historic Herald Square about Syracuse's favorite sports and entertainment venue, the Press Room Pub, with lots of room next to 450 parking spots. Wash down their delicious nine ounce burger for $9.95 with a variety of New York State brewed beers. TVs abound all throughout the location, including their 90 inch monster. Watch your game enjoy time with family friends as well as bringing the kids to the playroom the SU alumni party for every away football game is making headlines as well as Robert Drummond Syracuse football alum and Dan Totora's pre-game show two hours before kickoff for every home game private parties available as well for as many as 300 people come circulate at the press room pub downtown syracuse and visit pressroompub.com right now for more information Carvel DeWitt, it's what happy tastes like. Do you know why? Because we make ice cream. Creamy, rich, flavorful ice cream. Not yogurt or ice milk like some of our competitors. Ice cream. Fresh, by hand, daily. For the calorie conscious, we have something new for you. Our new Carvelite. Same great flavor, creaminess, and texture of our regular ice cream with only 35 calories an ounce. So whether you want an ice cream cake, flying saucer, dasher, carvalanche, hard or soft ice cream, we will satisfy your craving with our fresh, handmade, regular, or new Carvelite ice cream. Carvel DeWitt. It's what happy tastes like. Clothing that will change with you without you having to change. DrysigLady.com, D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G, Lady.com. With the bamboo line, relaxed fit clothing, as well as the athletic fit clothing, DrysigLady.com is fit for any woman, any time of the day, anywhere. 
Whatever you're doing, whatever your day commands of you, command yourself to feel comfortable in Dreisig Lady Apparel. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com For all the women out there, feel good in what you're wearing. And don't feel like you have to constantly change throughout the day. Whether you're a stay-at-home mom, a business owner, going for a jog, going for a meeting, or just relaxing at home, DrySigLady.com is the right fit for you. D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Lady.com This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. Call our home office at 315-752-9513, or better yet, call or text me directly at 315-748-2524. Let me ask you a question, Lawrence. If I needed you to help me buy a house, find the right place, could you help me do that? Joe, I'll help you find your dream home. You don't ever say my name on the radio, never. If I needed to sell a house, could you help me go about that the right way? Yes, yes I can. How do they get a hold of you? Call me directly at 315-748-2524. But you also do the commercial property. So if I got a business, couple businesses, got to take one here, move it over there, do this, do that. Are you going to help me buy and sell my commercial property also? Yes, sir. I like that. I like that. What's my name again? I have no idea. Absolutely. But they need to know your name. So give it one more time. This is Lawrence Papaleo, licensed real estate salesperson for Gilbo Realty. My phone number is 315-748-2524. Why don't you tell them your name one more time and that number so we can jot it down. This is Lawrence Papaleo. Call me or text me directly at 315-748-2524. All right, we're back here at Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora live on location. We're here once a month for West Genesee's connection to the Wildcat Sports Club. I want to thank Danny and Heather Tome, and I also want to thank West Genesee High School and all of the programs at West Genesee, including the marching band. We have the opportunity to speak with the marching band. We've had football team, we've had girls and boys basketball. We've had the football team, the ice hockey team. We've done so much here with West Genesee, and we appreciate you coming out every single month to celebrate West Jenny, the student athletes there, the coaches, and of course the community. So for, with that being said, Mackenzie, Alexa, Mike, Stacknick likes to be called Stack. Maybe I should just say Stack from here on out. And we have Katrina, we have Preston, and Aiden. This is a part of the show where I get to put you on the hot seat, and then the last part of the show, you get to throw it back my way. So I'm going to start off with Aiden. Right. <laughs> if anybody could play you in a movie, oh, no. who would play you and why? Uh, that's a very challenging question to answer. Um, now, I have to say, this is a story that my comrades in the drumline will understand. So, we went to the fair this summer, and for some reason we ended up walking by, like, the, the military booths, like, the section, a bunch of times. And I don't know why. Yeah. And every time they, you know, they came up to me and they gave me their spiel about, like, joining the Marines or whatever. And as you can probably tell, that's really not my kind of thing. So, I mean, and every time they called me Sean White. So I think as an homage to that experience, <laughs> Sean White would have to be my guy. I don't, I don't think Sean White can act, but okay. I think it would have to be Sean White. I mean, it's, I was wearing my sunglasses, too, so maybe like the, like the ski goggles. So Sean White would have to play you I think so. in a movie about a kid who the military is trying to recruit that always says no. Yes. That'd be a good yes, one. That would like be that. the movie. All right, Katrina, I'm going to go to you in this one. Give me one song on the radio right now that you cannot stand? Uh, gosh. Uh, 
um, probably one of Ariana Grande's songs. I'm not a big fan of her. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, it'd have to be okay. her songs. Anything by Ariana Grande. Yeah, pretty Fair much. Enough. All right, Preston, I'm going to you on this one. Give me three things on your bucket list that you have not done. Three things on my bucket list I have not done. Um, probably skydiving, okay. crushing a car with a tank. Um, Which you can't do with Aiden because he will not be in the military with unfortunately, you. Unfortunately, he won't be there for that. Very sad. Um, my third is uh, swimming with sharks. Swimming with sharks. Yeah. Why that one? The adrenaline rush, man. The adrenaline rush. All right, fair enough. Okay, Alexa. Do you like that there was an electronic thing created that is at everybody's beck and call named Alexa? Um, no, not at all. <laughs> um, like, I tell my parents constantly, like, we're not getting one, one of those because that would be terrible. And plus, like, um, like teachers, like, I'm Mr. Callahan, my Shakespeare teacher, he's like, yeah. every time he calls my name, like, Alexa, he's like, Alexa, please raise your hand. <laughs> Can't stand it. I was going to say, if you bought one of those, would it be confused? Yes. Well, when I go over to my friend's house, too, like, someone will scream, Alexa, and it always turns on, like, yeah. no, not you. <laughs> yeah. Alexa, please turn the music down. You're like, wait a minute, I just got in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a minute. <laughs> All right, fair enough. All right, Mackenzie. Give me three words that describe you better than anything else. Quiet, kind, okay. and uh, thoughtful. And thoughtful. Quiet, kind, and thoughtful. All right, Stack. I'm going to go to that movie question again, but I'm going to I'm going to give you a twofer. Who's going to play you in the movie, and what's going to be the name of the movie? Well, if they're playing me when I was in high school, it'd have to be someone with beautiful hair, because I did have beautiful hair back then. Um, does Stamos still have his hair? I, although his he, is darker. Mine was actually blonder. Uh, Sean White's is more orangey. Yes, is that what you guys so, yeah. are? That's ginger? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, so you would be played by John Stamos? Uh, probably not. Maybe, uh, well, hopefully John Belushi. I don't know I have that frame. Okay. Jeez. Probably. Probably Bill Murray. Bill Murray? Okay. What would be the name of the movie? It would probably be Caddyshack 3, because it would be a flop, but it would be all the same lines from Caddyshack 1, which I is like basically it. what it, my dialect. It's all good. I, used, I actually went down to St. Augustine in coverage of the Jaguars this month, and I went to Murray Brothers Caddyshack, uh, okay, yep, yep. Bill Murray's place, and the food was very, the, the food was very good. Yeah. Some good stuff there. So I give him a lot of credit. He had a lot of pictures of himself so on the wall. Was he there? He was not there. Okay. There was a cardboard cutout of him that if you angled in such a way, it looks like he was there. Yeah. So, you know, we filmed it as such. Made it look nice. I, I gotta believe he just gets harangued with lines and I'm sure everyone he does. just speaks to him. And I would, and I would go up to him and treat him like a normal human, you know? <laughs> because he doesn't want to recite all that stuff. But I know him from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. So. I'm a, I'm a big Ghostbuster well, for fan. all males between somewhere, you know, late 20s to, you know, mid-late 60s. It's kind of like meeting the Pope. Yeah, a little bit with that. All right, Preston, I'm going to go back to you with this one. All right. <laughs> Give me one song that you can never get out of your head, no matter how hard you try. 
Uh, down under my men at work. <laughs> Why that song? What? Why that song? This is the classic song. The classic song? Alright, fair enough. I'm going to go back to you, Aiden. Aiden, tell me... Tell me, let me think here, let me think, let me think. Something about your childhood that maybe nobody knows. Uh, okay, that's all. I have to think about that for a minute. Maybe nobody knows? Yeah. Okay, I need to, I need to brainstorm through a lot, of, a lot of memories here. Okay. I'm thinking... Alright, one time, I used to live in a farm in Beaver. Okay. Well, um, right there, no one knew that. Yeah, that's good <laughs> okay. right there. How, what are we defining as no one? Like, like no, no one here or like no like maybe one? Maybe nobody at this table knows. Alright, well that, that was pretty good. That was a pretty good one. Okay. Is that good enough or do you want something worse? So okay. you were living on a farm in Beeville. It yeah. sounds like a great starting yeah, to a, I know. That's to a why story. I, okay, I can... So, okay. I, I mean, I moved out from... I was probably like three years old. So we had this barn that was like on top of it. There was a big dirt ramp leading up to it. And I was playing in the dirt. And for probably like 15 minutes, I was playing with what I thought was a rock, but it was actually cat feces. Nice. Yeah. It was hard though. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. So you didn't eat the rock, did you? I did not. I, did okay. not. I don't think you I ever put it in my mouth. You didn't eat the rock. Okay, that's good. I like that. I don't think so. Okay, Katrina. Give me somebody that would play you in a movie. Um, probably... That's really hard. Um... Probably like, like Amy Winehouse, isn't that a person? Yeah, she passed away, but she, if you could pick anybody, Amy Winehouse? Yeah. If she was here on earth, you'd I, want Amy. I don't know a lot of actresses, I'll be honest. Okay, so you'd have Amy Winehouse. Okay. We'll give you Lady Gaga. How about that? Yeah, there we you go. take Lady Gaga? All right. All right, Alexa. See, it's going gonna, it's gonna to pain me now to not do that. Alexa, please answer this question. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> so... It's got to get old with you, though. It's got to get really old. It's got to get past it. Okay. Tell me something besides changing Alexa's name that you would change about this world. If you could change anything about the world, no restrictions, what's one thing you would change about the world today? Um, that's really hard. Um, I don't know. Um, Um, at Target, they always have like one dollar like holiday socks. Yeah. They just be like free like all the time. Okay. I love those. So world hunger, war, all of that stuff. No, at Target, the dollar sh the dollar socks should be yes. free. Mm -hmm. Not the ten dollar socks. No, no. The dollar socks. Yes. You should walk through the door. They should be like, you look like an elf girl. Yes. Here you go. Mm -hmm. All right, fair enough. I've never gotten that answer before. I probably never will again, but I loved it. All right, Mackenzie. <laughs> Give me your favorite movie of all time. favorite, but I do love like all Disney movies. So. All Disney movies. Alright, fair enough. Alright, Stack. Give me, I like the bucket list thing for you. Give me three, I mean, you got the motorcycle, so give me three things on your bucket list. 
Uh, maybe jump something on fire with a motorcycle. Okay. That could be kind of cool. Maybe uh, that, that should be, be like part a fundraiser. Of, that should be part of the gift of first light because the light of the fire. Oh, yeah, it would be a big. That light. should be the last one. Like I know, I think maybe an opportunity missed. We had that big wooden playground. Uh, it was at Beast Hill, I think, a few years back. They took down. That could have. They could have lit that. That would have been a good one. Yeah, you should have done that. Okay, so that's one. Jeez, uh, maybe like be in a movie. I mean, my best friend is an actor. You know, he's been on Broadway and he's, you know, does some like small part, you know, yeah. filming, and that, that would be great. Let's shout him out. Who's that? Uh, David Finch. Okay. Yeah, he's he's out in uh, uh, Irvine. He's yeah. doing some acting now in Hollywood. He just did. Was was there a movie out recently with talking dogs? With Will Arnett or something, I think Shaq is yes. one of the dogs. Yeah. He, he was doing some shooting for that at Caesar's. Okay. They did a scene at Caesar's. I was out visiting him on February break, like a year or two ago, and he, he never invites me to any of these. He didn't kids. invite you to be a dog. No, no, I had to like go to Costco and shop for him that week. You had to go to Target and get him dollar socks, is what I heard. <laughs> they weren't free. What's your third one? Um, it, be able to play some kind of play in some professional sport, like sneak on, almost like Rudy or something, you okay. know, in the movie. I think that would be awesome. I think that's part of that thing where musicians want to be athletes, and athletes always, you know, want to be musicians. Okay. It's like, you know, I, I look at, or, or be able to coach, maybe, because it's past the time where now if I actually was to engage in some kind of play, you know, I would be in, you know, traction and basically, you know, uh, uh, the emergency room for sure. But uh, maybe be able to coach a play. Okay. It doesn't even have to be pro. I, okay. You know, I wish I could, you know, even like a football player, high school or something. I just think that would be awesome. All right, fair enough. I'm going to stick with you for this. This is going to be for everybody. I don't watch a lot of reality TV. There's like one, two shows I watch. If you could be on any reality show right now, Stack, what would it be? I don't even know. I don't watch any TV like shows. I mean, what is is Big is, Brother? Is American Pickers reality? Because that's or is that like Big. American Pickers, American Idol, The Voice, Big Brother, Survivor, Real Housewives. All right, I know. Like my my when I go out and visit, like my family, my mom and my brothers, they watch uh, the what's the one, the talent one, America's Got America's Talent. America's Got Talent. I, I personally think there's a bias towards singers. It's like everyone can sing, but when you get up there and juggle with chainsaws and some of that life-threatening yeah. stuff, that's pretty you, cool. And, and really I just put them I think I would put balance to that, and yeah. I think I would like you know shake Howie's hand. It's like, come on, dude. It's like, yeah, there's germs in the world, but get over Yeah, it. You wouldn't bump his fish. You just give him a big hug. I might give him a hug. I, I would shake his hand. All right, I like it. All right, Alexa. I'm half Italian. I might give him a kiss, you know. You got to give him a kiss on the cheek. He'd probably pass out. It'd be good stuff, though. All right, Alexa. What reality show would you be on? Uh, big Brother. I'd probably be terrible at That's the awesome. game, but I It's a good show. That's the one that I watch. So, so you'd be at how long have you watched? Um, well, I just, like, my friend, um, she just, like, kind of introduced, like, our friend group to Big Brother, okay. like, last year, so. so. you're watching this season right now. Yeah, well, I kind of, like. Kind of do, but you don't. Yeah, 
I've like recently I haven't been watching it, but like okay. the first like, like I don't know like ten like twelve episodes I watched, but yeah, I definitely love the so show. So your social game, you think that would be on point for the show? Yeah, uh, I don't know. You don't know? I don't think I'd last very long. You don't think you'd last long on Big <laughs> but Brother? I definitely like would want to be on the show. Okay, Mackenzie, what do you think? Well, the only reality TV show I watch is Big Brother, so I guess Big Brother. So it would be Big Brother. Yeah. We have three votes at the table for Big Brother, so we're going to be tied no matter what. All right, what do we have? Well, actually, you didn't watch it. So, Katrina, what reality show would you be on? Um, probably Keeping Up with Kardashians. Uh, you need to leave, and so do those people that just cheered. They have to go. I've never watched an episode, but you see enough funny scenes that uh, I'd yeah. probably fit right in. Okay. Why would you fit into the Kardashians? They're just so dramatic, and I can I can be pretty dramatic sometimes. Okay, so you would you would enjoy the drama? You would have fun with that? Yeah, I think it'd be funny to watch like Kim and all them like have meltdowns about their million dollar earrings getting lost in yeah. the water there. So it's a great show. They talk about eating, then they eat. They talk about vacation, then they go on vacation, and then the next episode is them talking about somebody who doesn't know that they're talking about them, but they will know because the producers will tell them. It's yeah. a good show. Yeah. I love it. All right. Preston. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Great. Aiden. No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Um, if I were to be on a show, probably um, the only reality show I really know is Survivor, so I'd probably choose that one. All right. I like it. I doubt I'd make it like anywhere. Probably get voted off first. Do you know that uh, Rex Culpepper, who's on Syracuse's team, his parents were in the Amazing Race? Really? Yes. So you would be on Survivor. Which is, I think they're comparable. You gotta, you gotta last in something that's not easy. A lot of endurance there. Yeah. So, how long do you think you last on Survivor? Uh, probably one episode. One episode. Be real with you. All right. That's that's good stuff. It's better than a lot of people. Why only one? Uh, probably get sick of it. Get sunburn or something. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the sunburn. Not eating bugs or anything like that. Just the sunburn. All right, Aiden, what reality show would you be on? I think I'd want to be on like one of those like MasterChef TV shows where the people have okay. to cook and compete, but I want to be the judge because I feel like even if the food is bad, it's still good enough that I would still get satisfaction from eating it, you know? So okay. I just get to eat food. I like that idea. So you just want to be on the show to eat the food and tell people this is terrible, but it's still free food? Yes. Okay, I like it. I'm going to stick with you for this one. This is going to be your second to last question for me in rapid fire. Comedian, chef, singer, which one are you better at? Um, are you, okay, but are you going to make me do whichever one I pick immediately after I get No, there? I'm not going to make you do anything. I don't, don't want to be entrapped in anything. No. I guess, definitely not, it, it, <laughs> comedian, I guess, because I don't have either of the two skills at all, where I guess maybe I can make a decent job. You make a decent comedian, all right, fair enough. Preston, chef, singer, comedian, if you had to choose a profession right now to be successful in, which one? Probably comedian. Okay, why? I don't really got a good singing voice. <laughs> and you don't cook? I can uh, cook up mac and cheese from like a box. Okay, so comedian's the way to go. The only one I have left. It's <laughs> the only one you got left. All right, Katrina, what about you? Uh, probably chef. I can. Okay. I like to cook. My parents taught me. My mom taught me how to bake. My dad teaches me how to make dinner sometimes. So. So what's the best thing that you bake, and what's the best thing that you, that you cook up? Um, cooking wise, we my family calls it fiery fettuccine. It's basically like a basically chicken riggies, but we put uh, sausage in it instead. And uh, 
Baking wise, my mom's homemade chocolate chip cookies. Mom's homemade chocolate chip cookies. So she has to bring them now. Yeah. <laughs> now that you've said them on the show, she has to bring them to the next show. All right, Alexa. Comedian, singer, chef. Definitely chef. Chef, okay. Mm -hmm. Why so? Um, well, I love to bake, so, but I also like, I make chicken wing dip and mine's pretty good. So Your chicken wing dip? Yes. Now, the girls basketball team brought up chicken wing dip. Was that yours? Or is that somebody else's? That's someone else. You know else. anybody else? Okay, so because there's another chicken wing dip out there, so you think you could hang out with anybody? Yeah. Yours would win. Yeah. I'm going to say yours would win. Yes. Okay. All right, Mackenzie. Chef, comedian, singer. I would say chef, but I'm more of a baker, so. Okay, what do you bake? Apple crisp, and I make good chocolate chip cookies. So. Apple crisp and chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Which one are you bringing to the show next time? Maybe cookies. All right, cookies. <laughs> fair enough. I like chocolate chip cookies. All right. Stack. I'm going to change it up for you a little bit here. Okay? All right. What do you got? I have comedian. I'm going to keep that one. Comedian, football head coach, <laughs> or daredevil. Well, as far as football head coach, I am an alum of Kent State in Ohio, and I believe Lou Holtz and Nick Saban both went there. So that's a good yeah. pedigree right there. And Sean Lewis, who left Dino Baber's staff, is now the head coach at Kent State. There you go. There you go. Uh, the, the cradle of college football minds, Kent State. <laughs> um, what was the, the other new one you threw in? Daredevil, comedian, Daredevil. or coach. Daredevil, well... Daredevil, I would probably have one attempt, and that would be it. It would be a short career. Okay. Uh, comedian is actually probably the closest skill set to my job. I mean, these guys are the best. They're the most dedicated, the marching band members. But I start them in fourth grade. I get them going. I teach them in fifth grade, middle school. And really, my job description, besides many other things I do, like being a you know custodian, banker, uh, travel agent, <laughs> uh, police officer, judge, um, probably a game show host is what I do, okay. and uh, trying to keep them interested and tricking them into playing something like, you know, the trombone or tuba, or uh, did I say that? I mean, you know, give them the opportunity to play the king of all instruments, <laughs> trombone, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, a, a comedian is kind of what I do. All right, fair enough. My last question for you before you put me on the hot seat, and I'm going to stay with you, Stack, is what does it mean to be a West Genesee Wildcat? Oh, it's the greatest thing. I mean, you, you know, like any of us, you slice this open, we're bleeding blue and gold. It's, it's a sense of pride. You know that you're part of something that's bigger than the individual, whether it is the marching band itself, which gets a lot of you know, notoriety being out in the public and performing, um, being part of the West Jenny Fine Arts Program, which is in the spring. You come to our Kaleidoscope event at the Civic Center that Thursday going into Memorial Day weekend. It's unparalleled seeing these kids. It looks like a college performance with, again, the bands, the the singing, all the different courses, the, the, the full symphony orchestras, the chamber groups, the dance program, the school itself, just what, you know, under Dr. Brown's leadership, you know, before him, Dr. Ruby's leadership for 20 years. I think I said, you know, when Dr. Ruby's left, the West Jenny that these kids are going through now is not the West Jenny I went through. You know, it was great, but now it just means so much more. It's, it's a total package. 
the district with the fine arts, with the athletics, with the academics. It's just an amazing, amazing school. And again, that's why all these families that went through it come back to a West Jenny that's even better than the one, you know, that we had, whether it was the, you know, when it got going in the late 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s. It's just an amazing district, amazing place, amazing home, you know, to uh, raise a family. Mary McKenzie, what can you say to me about West Genesee and being a Wildcat? It means to me like being able to be involved and being able to like know that there's people there to like talk to and like just being able to like have fun. So have fun and to be involved in a community. What about you, Alexa? Um, the amount of pride that we all have and the friendships we will all make and just like the, just the music department in general, like how amazing it is, and I will never take it for granted. All right, Katrina, what do you think? Definitely, like everyone else has said, a huge sense of pride within our community. And, you know, I mean, I look forward to our Memorial Day parade every year because you just see everyone as we come down the hill just like completely in awe of us. And, you know, I. I can look at my father, who is a West Jenny alum, my grandmother, who was in the bus, was a bus driver for years, and just the sense of pride that they all have, and um, it's definitely carried on through me, and you know, I hope maybe I can be an educator one day at West Jenny, so it's definitely a huge sense of pride. What would you like to do there? Uh, I'd like to be a technology teacher. Technology teacher, I like that. All right, very cool. Preston. What does it mean to be a Wildcat? Uh, being a Wildcat is definitely having that pride and sense of confidence in whatever you do, whether it's like sports, music, or uh, anything, really. It's just having that confidence. Having the confidence to do anything. Aiden, what would you say? Um, it's definitely, you know, like I said before, adding on to that dynasty, that legacy of people who have come before you and sort of building upon that. Like when you go into the band room or when you go you know into like one of the main entrances and you see all these victories that other teams and bands or whatever have had in the past you know all these trophies and things like that like when you go into the band room and you see all these first place trophies that we've had whether it's states or you know the massive nine foot tall thing that we won when we won grand nationals i think it was flash you see that legacy and you want to add on to it you know you want to be a part of that Coming from Aiden, so Aiden, Preston, Katrina, Alexa, Mackenzie, Stack, myself, Dan Satora. That is your side of rapid fire. We'll take a very quick step aside. We're going to have three questions apiece. So that's three apiece. I got to answer them. God be with me. We'll be back in just a moment here at the Wildcat Sports Pub, home of Danny Tome, the greatest singer in West Genesee history. Tuba player. Tuba player. But he also sings very well, too. And we appreciate it very much. Luther Vandross had nothing on you, I know that. We'll be back in just a moment. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Gear up with the real deal at Dreisig Apparel. Creating what people are going to see and learn about you before they even meet you. Gear up for what you need for your team, business, or event. To look professional, look good, and feel good, outfit yourself at DreisigApparel.com. That's D-R-E-I-S-S-I-G Apparel.com. The only place to gear up with the real deal. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. 
True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Unica Pizza Company spells family, your family, my family, their family. The recipes that they have shared with each other throughout the years and have now been so gracious to share them with us. I can sit here and talk with you about all the great things that are on the menu. We'd be here forever. So let me say this. Utica Pizza Company is second to none. And now you can bring it home with you and you can dine in in the restaurant. UticaPizzaCompany.com will give you all the information that you need. And let me say, these Utica Greens, they're the best. Utica Pizza Company. Call them and place your order at 315-214-3060. That's 315-214-3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. What's the universal language of a fan? Clapping your hands. With Fan Hands, the ultimate sports fan accessory, find your team color, slip them on, and start cheering on your favorite team with 11 different colors always in stock on FanHands.com, where you'll find the ultimate sports fan accessory. Real fans wear Fan Hands. All right, well, normally I give a few more minutes, but this group from the marching band of West Tennessee is overly prepared to put me on the hot seat. I don't know how I should feel about any of this. So, with that being said, I like that Danny's really close to watch me go on the hot seat. So, Mackenzie, Alexa, Stack, Katrina, Preston, Aiden, myself, Dan Satora. It's Wake Up Call with Dan Satora on site, on location at the Wildcat Sports Pub. We're here every single month, once a month, celebrating West Genesee with a different program. So we appreciate you being here. We're happy to have the marching band for the first time. Aiden, I will start with you. This is your first. Go ahead. Which is the favorite group of everyone you've done this show with? Which team or group or whatever is your was your favorite to interview? I, I know that you want, like, I know it sounds political if I say this, but uh, you're all different. You are all completely different, and personalities are different of the teams, personalities are different of the individual, coaches are different, so I don't think it would be fair to pick one. I will say this, I have learned, because I didn't grow up in this area, my friend, my, one of my buddies did, grew up, grew up in uh, Marcellus Camillus area, and I will say that I never knew how close-knit and how strong the community was around West Genesee until I came out here and started working with Danny. So I will say with certainty that every single one of the programs that I've met and the people that show up to support that is something truly special. So I appreciate it, and I think you should love it. All right, so Preston, what do you got for me? Um, my question is, um, you seem like a big, big sports guy, but do you have any like musical experience in your childhood? Doing I do. I did play the drums. You did play the drums. I played the drums for a little while. I did. And I'm not going to do it, so don't ask me, because I didn't make Aiden do it, but I have sang my entire life since I was three years old. My mom, my grandfather was the singer who gave it to my mom, who's tremendous, and then, you know, if I could be half of my mom, then I guess that's a good thing, but 
I've sang my whole life, so this has been my instrument, but I always wanted to play the saxophone, and I haven't done that yet. So I guess it's on the bucket list. All right, Stack, what do you got for me? Uh, if you're a superhero, who would you be? Spider-Man, hands down. Oh, Spidey's the best. Favorite superhero of all time. There we go. You, you it's the best you one. All right, Alexa, what do you got for me? If you could choose, like, fall, winter, spring, or summer, which one? I would choose fall because I'm an October baby. And so I love pumpkins. I love, I love when it's, like, 65, 70 outside. It's perfect. I like being able to like go outside and throw the football around and then at night put the sweatshirt on but still have the shorts on. I love that. So the way the weather's been recently is perfect. So I'm going to go with the fall. All right, Katrina, what do you have? Who is your favorite sports team? Of what sport? Like any professional. Well, I'm, my, I'll say my hat, the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, did I just get a clap over there? Yeah. All right. We have a, there's another Jaguars, where's Danny? There's another Jaguars fan in the building right now. So that's serious. Now, for everybody that needs to know, Danny always puts us on the, on the last TV before you leave. So we're always right here, the Jacksonville fans. So make sure that you're there watching the games. But yeah, the Jaguars, I've covered them for 10 years and Something that a lot of people know, some people don't know, is I actually travel down to Jacksonville to cover all the home games. Okay. So I cover Syracuse and I fly down, so I'll be down there this weekend. So in December, when it's like 12 degrees here, I'm usually swimming after the game. So I'll take that with Jacksonville. All right, Preston, second one, what you got for me? Um, what's like an ideal dream vacation for you? No, sky's the limit. Spain and Italy. To go visit my family. That was really quick. I know. Well, I've never been there, and that's where the family is. But my family in Spain actually found me on Facebook, and they're the Caracaos. And they actually listen and watch the show. And every Friday, my cousins watch from Spain five hours ahead of time. And it's, I said it's not like Mexico, New York. It's like actual Spain, Spain. And the fact that they're, whatever they're doing in Spain, watching and listening is, it's, it's crazy. I, if you told me that I would have family supporting what I do in Spain that I had never met, I would, I would think it was crazy. So I definitely have to go there to say thank you, and I got to go to Italy and spend some time over there as well. All right, Aiden, what do you have for me? What made you want to pursue like this line of work, being a sportscaster and running this program? I started as a sportscaster, and it's become a company, and we do a lot of different things. The reason why I wanted to do it was because. I thought the telling, I mean, I always loved telling stories. When I was five and a half, I used to take my dad's word processor, which was a typewriter that had a little tiny screen that was green and black, and I would type stories, and I would just make stuff up. And I started writing songs, and I'd write like short stories and different things. So I've always been a writer and a storyteller. And sports is one of those places where I feel like strangers will still talk to each other. You can sit at a bar and not know anybody next to you at the bar and that person could become your best friend and then the best man at your wedding or your maid of honor at your wedding. So sports bridges a lot of gaps, which is why the tagline of my show is where sports meets life. And I took this job believing that I could bring people together, make people laugh and, and have a bigger community. And now more than ever, I kind of stumbled into it, but the world needs a positive person in the media. And I was always going to be that way, but I guess I'm a minority, and I, I'm okay with that. So I tell the truth, which is crazy, and I try to bring people together, which the media tries to take people apart all the time. So 
I think that now more than ever we have to have a positive voice, and I like to think that I'm the voice for some people who don't feel like they have a voice. All right, Alexa, what do you have for me? Um, what was your favorite subject in school? Oh, God. My favorite subject in school. In college, it was probably, like, besides my major, I took astronomy. And that was... I never liked physics, and I didn't know that that was part of physics. I just signed up because it was astronomy. But every day that I look up at the sky, I know things from my teacher because he was such a passionate teacher. And he also looked like Will Ferrell, so it was easy to like pay attention to him. But it was something about just learning about something that we take for granted in the world. And it was a lot of math and it was a lot of work. But when I look up at the sky, I can actually see things and remember things and, and just have a deeper connection with what's up above. So I think astronomy would probably be the one. All right, Mackenzie. Are you a morning or night person? Oh, God. My wife would say I'm a night person because I go to sleep at 1 on average. So I sleep like maybe 7 hours, 6 hours a night. But I am that person that will start working at 9 a.m. and stop at like 2, 2.30 in the morning. So I guess I'm a night person. All right, Stack, what do you got? Who's your one dream interview, regardless of sports, entertainment, politics, anyone living on the planet? Oh boy. If it was not, if it could be anybody living or not, it would be Robin Williams. And if it's people on the planet, and it, and it would also be Ernie Davis. If it's people on the planet right now, I've had Jim Brown, Joe Morris, Floyd Little, Jim Beheim, Carmelo, John Wallace. So a lot of the people I wanted to talk to, I've gotten to. I would have Derek Coleman ever? Not Derek Coleman yet. I would say I'm big into movies. So probably Robert De Niro. I want to talk to Robert De Niro and find and prove to my family that we're related. Yeah, pies on. Yeah, yeah I need to figure that out. Some way we're related. All right, second, your second one, Katrina, what do you have for me? Coke or Pepsi? Coke. It's right in front of me right now. So it's got to be Coca-Cola. Coke Zero. And the final question for each of you, I will start with Alexa. What's your final question for me? Sleep the wheel. What was your most like memorable like interview? Like the most memorable interview? Yeah. I would probably say with Jim Beheim it was it's kind of surreal because he is a Hall of Famer. And I sat in his office two summers in a row, it was just him and I. And the coaches, Adrian Autry and I always joke about, it. he's like, I, I'm right next to him in the office and I'll get fifteen minutes with him and he gave you twenty. So it's kind of, it's, it's strange because people always say Beheim doesn't like the media and this and that, but we've gotten to have that FaceTime and I've gotten to talk to him without everything else going on and I've really enjoyed that. My favorite above that would have to be the two hour interview that I never played the last hour and 15 minutes because I shut the mic off and I just sat with him as Floyd Little. And we've been friends now for almost 10 years, and if you told me as a kid I was going to be friends with Floyd Little, I would have passed out. Part of me kind of still wants to do that. So I would have to say Floyd because when he speaks, he, he's loud, and then he gets soft, and you hang on every word. Like, he will literally, he'll start something out and say, Dan, what I need you to do for me is I need you to just think. And you just, you just catch yourself on every single word, like following the bouncing ball. 
He's a tremendous person, and he did a video for my grandmother's 100th birthday to wish her a happy birthday, and my grandmother watched Ernie Davis, Jim Brown, all of them. And so the fact that he did that, like, he'll always be special because my grandmother just recently passed away. So I'll always be special in my heart. All right, Mackenzie, what's your final one? What is one thing that's on your bucket list? One thing on my bucket list. I said Italy and Spain, so I won't copycat myself. One thing on my bucket list. Probably to, to be a, a good dad someday. Probably that opportunity. Because I was, I was raised by some pretty tremendous people, so I'd like the chance to, to do that. All right, Katrina, what's your final one? If you could join the marching band for a week, what section would you join? Oh, boy. You probably have to play, probably have to play the drums. But it, it, saxophone, is, it's there. If you, could, if you could get the saxophone involved, I'd be there in a heartbeat. My cousin plays sax, Al Kutri. He's insane. And you've probably seen him if you've seen anybody play sax here in the city. All right, Aiden, what's your final one? Favorite twin, Alexa or Mackenzie? Oh, wow. <laughs> it's not fair. So, it was a time difference. You're one minute older? Okay, that means nothing. I pick them both. How about that? All right, Preston, go ahead. Uh, what's thing on your bucket list that you already have completed? Something on my bucket list I've already completed. Start my own company at 26. Uh, prove to myself that I could make a company out of thin air and do things the right way and broadcast. Because when I started doing internet radio, it was, it was like 10 years ago. It wasn't the normal thing to do. It wasn't the socially acceptable thing to do. So I would say going out on a limb and believing in myself and always what people always tell you to do is to bet on yourself. So I would say that. And something I already did on my bucket list. Spent a lot of time with my grandmother and took her on a lot of dates. We would go to the movies, we would go to get something to eat. And the last movie we went to was right over at Movie Tavern. And, and she always, I don't know, she changed my life. So I wish she was here. Can't ask for more than a, a hundred and a half years old, but I, I hope I can be half the person that she, half the person that she was at least. And being her grandson is probably the greatest achievement that I could ever have in my life. So, I'm trying not to cry. All right, Stack, what do you got for me? Well, well before I ask my third question, I'm going to ask a bonus question. Have you ever had a tougher interviewer than Aiden? Those are some tough questions. Aiden likes to throw me on the spot a lot. You know, I realize that. I think he knocked off the hot seat to the lukewarm seat. Cause I I'll really give you the answered. toughest question that I got, though. And it was from Christian Rossi. And Christian asked me, we have, you're on a plane, you have one parachute, do you save your mom or your dad? <laughs> so I would say Christian to this day is the toughest one, but I, I got him back a year later and just a couple months ago, his mom was here and his girlfriend was here and I was like, you have a parachute, mom or your girlfriend? And he chose mama, so you know, I guess, I guess that keeps him out of trouble at home. All right, what's your... All right, so my real question, what's the one interview in the sports world or entertainment, sports or entertainment, that you would absolutely not do. I'm not saying you would like quit your job, but you would like call in sick that day. You're like, I am not doing this interview. No way. 
Somebody that I don't want to talk to. It's someone that you will not talk to. It's like you got a this okay. coach or this athlete or former athlete or entertainer, singer, right. actor. I got I got one entertainment, one sports. All right, let's hear it. Entertainment, and she has the same birthday as me, and I was nice and wished her a happy birthday when there's a lot of trolls on Twitter that say mean things. Kim Kardashian. She should not have the same birthday as me, first and foremost. Secondly, I would I would definitely not want to talk to her. And the second one, I'm sorry. And then the second one would be the sports world would be Bill Belichick. I am a peaceful man, but if he can't he can't open his mouth when he speaks and he mumbles and he slurs and he's you know, if you win that many games and that many Super Bowls, then don't act like you're constipated and just enjoy your life. Just be happy. If I won that many Super Bowls, let's get a round of applause for that. Come on. That's a good Anti-Bill Belichick That's round of applause. Answer. That's what I like. So, but yeah, if, if I'm winning Super Bowls every other year, I think I can crack a smile and be a nice person. So, Bill, I'm sorry, but I'm calling in in advance. I I'm think not. I saw him smile once when he was like hugging Romeo Cornell after one of the Super Bowls. Yeah, I it, think it somebody brief. probably poked him in the side and he just <laughs> got a little startled. So with that being said, for Mackenzie, Alexa, for Stack, for Katrina, Preston, and Aiden, I'm Dan Tortora. Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora is here once a month, and we are live every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on WakeUpCallDT.com. Thank you to Heather and Danny Tome, to the entire team at the Wildcat, to the West Genesee Marching Band. Go out and see them. Definitely see them this Saturday. And can you please, one more time, give them a round of applause to show them some love that they deserve. Thank you so much for being here. We look forward to seeing you every single month and listening to the show Monday through Friday. Thank you. Thanks, Dan. This is a wake-up call, Fast Break. Having peace of mind when you're out of town, that your furry-loving friend is safe and sound, means taking them to Canine Campground. Because we all know that when it comes to the love of our pets, it goes well beyond the call of duty to make sure they're safe and sound. Right, Lily? <laughs> so take a ride to 242 Johnson Street in East Syracuse, New York, and see Canine Campground and where your dog will be staying. In the classic cabin, the executive cabin, the grand cabin, or of course, the luxury cabin. Because if you know Lily, you know she loves luxury. <laughs> Now you don't have to wait to the last minute to find a family member or a friend that'll take your dog for a few days. Call Canine Campground at 315-299-4013. That's 315-299-4013. Their drop-off and pickup times are Monday through Sunday. Check caninecampground.com for more information. That's the letter K, the number 9, and campground spelled with a K, dot com. Caninecampground.com. When you're going out of town, bring your dog to Canine Campground. Consistency is, well, consistently hard to find. Unless you head to 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, the home of the Penn and Trophy Center, who has been serving us Central and Upstate New Yorkers, as well as beyond, for decades. The Penn and Trophy Center on 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York, gives you an amazing and unique way to customize a memory today. Say it with the Penn and Trophy Center. Be it an Employee of the Month award, a sports award, 
something for your business, engraving for your family, your loved ones, anniversaries, birthday parties, and so much more, including remembering somebody who served in the military. Say it with the Pendant Trophy Center. 119 East 2nd Street in East Syracuse, New York. The definition of consistency is pen and trophy. Browse their products on penandtrophy.com. That's penandtrophy.com. And call them for more information at 315-422-8797. That's 315-422-8797. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is located on 3680 Milton Avenue in the Home Depot Plaza. It is your family-friendly sports bar and restaurant. Folks, some sports bars aren't family-friendly. Some family-friendly restaurants are not sports bars. The Wildcat Sports Pub in Camillus, New York, is proud to be both. It is that marriage that you've been looking for for years. The Wildcat Sports Pub is your home base for your sports bar and restaurant needs, games for the kids, indoor and outdoor activities, and enough things on the menu to come back every single week and get to try something new. They're open Sundays from noon to 8 p.m., Monday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., and Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to midnight. For reservations and party information, call 315-487-2222 for the Wildcat family-friendly sports pub and restaurant. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature Top It breakfast bar with over 30 different toppings to personalize the most important meal of the day, all complimentary with your stay. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. True by Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on wakeupcalldt.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wakeupcalldt. I appreciate you tuning in to the broadcast and listening in today to West Genesee as well as to CNS. And the irony of this all is that West Genesee and CNS have a big-time game coming up, up against each other on the football field, which is going to be a pretty exciting game for both time, both uh, teams on this side of it and, and going to definitely uh, create some awesome support, I am sure, in the community and a lot of people out at the game. So this is something that uh, is definitely going to be big coming up here. So the irony of having West Genesee and CNS on the same show is, is kind of crazy. Their game is this Friday, September 28th, under the lights at 6 p.m., and that game is going to be at West Genesee with CNS coming in. So big thanks to the CNS girls soccer team. I want to thank everybody that's, uh, that is a part of the team, Steph and Allie, the assistant coaches, head coach, obviously coach, you know, Coach Lenchert, and I also want to thank Haley for being a part of the show and Ashlyn for being a part of the show as well from Chick-fil-A Cicero. I want to show some love and uh, give a special thanks to West Genesee's marching band. I want to thank Coach Stack. I want to thank Mike Stacknick for being a part of the show at the Wildcat Sports Pub. I also want to thank Aiden as well as Preston. 
Katrina and the twins, Alexa and Mackenzie, for being a part of the show at West Genesee for West Genesee at the Wildcat Sports Pub. So thank you so much for that. Truly appreciate it. Every single month, we are at Chick-fil-A Cicero with CNS doing a special live engagement show. So make sure you come out and see us at Chick-fil-A with CNS once a month. And we are also once a month at West I keep wanting to say we're at West Tennessee. It's because it's two minutes away. It literally is. It's over the hill. You could probably walk there and get there very quickly. If you can walk up hills, then we're good to go. So West Tennessee at the Wildcat every single month with their programs and their athletic department. So big thanks and big ups to both schools and much appreciation to the West Tennessee Marching Band as well as to the CNS Girls Girls Soccer Team, pardon me here. And so thank you to Girls Soccer. Thank you to the Marching Band. Big time game coming up between West Genesee and CNS on the football field. That game is going to be this Friday at West Genesee, and that's going to be at 6 p.m. under the lights, Friday night lights. Definitely go out there and see the game and support your teams in the community. So thank you to everybody once again. And if you'd like to know when we're out, which you definitely should, the live special engagement shows at the Wildcat Sports Pub with West Genesee and the live special engagement shows at Chick-fil-A Cicero with CNS are always announced on Facebook at Wake Up Call DT, Twitter at Call DT, and Instagram at Wake Up Call underscore DT. So get on there and connect with the show, and then you'll always know where we are, what we're doing, and who we're featuring in the community. Thank you once again to all of you for listening in, and I look forward to being with you this Thursday. You know how we start off the show every Thursday, and it'll be no different on Thursday, September 27th. We will have Papa Joe with Papa Joe's Picks. We're going to be discussing a lot of different things, including the red shirt rule, coaches, what have you done for me lately, and does a college coach in football really, is there is there ever any bonding from the school and the coach and the coach to the school, or is that a minority? Is that more of a Nick Saban thing and nobody else anymore? So we have a lot to talk about with college football. We'll get into some Jaguar stuff, and of course we'll do the Fantasy Football Power Hour, proudly brought to you by the Wildcat Sports Pub and the Penn and Trophy Center. And of course, in between that, we will have Coaching with Class with Katie Kalinske. All of that's coming up on Thursday. God bless you, and we look forward to seeing you. And just so you know, make sure you make it out to the Wildcat Sports Pub this Thursday, September 27th. So you'll hear the show tomorrow morning and then come out and see us tomorrow night, Thursday, September 27th at 7 p.m. for game show night, Family Feud Pictionary together make an awesome, awesome show, a lot of fun and a lot of laughing. So come out and see us at the Wildcat Sports Pub, 7 p.m. this September 27th. God bless, be well, and have yourself a phenomenal day. Live your dreams, shut out the outside noise, and be very, very thankful Good to yourself and appreciative. Have a great day.